Hey guys, Liam Duggan here, captain of the Four Wheel Drive Podcast. We're driven by the Shelter Brewing Co. and are a part of Backchat Studios. You can support us on Patreon where you can get bonus content and episodes before everybody else. Head to patreon.com forward slash the Four Wheel Drive Podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The four-wheel drive podcast driven by Shelter. Welcome back as Ronnie takes a sip from his 0.5 percenter, mm-hmm. which yep. is a non-elk, but needs to disclaim you need to have that on there, we've heard. That's it. Um, you know, sometimes it's good just to taste the beer because you like to taste it a bit. Yeah, currently off the beers, Ronnie, and, and sticking to it, which is which is great. That was a New Year's resolution for you, wasn't it? Uh, no, that was a four-wheel drive show resolution. Uh, it was too. So, yeah. So That's right. No elk until next year. You had like seven espresso martinis on the Saturday night. And I did. Then I backed did. away from alcohol for good. <laughs> hey, that was the Southern River Band Let It Ride bringing us in. The Four Wheel Drive podcast on Instagram and all of our episodes on Backchat's YouTube. Mate, you've got the troopy out the front. Haven't seen it in a while. I do. I do. It's nice to see the big deal. Well, it's nice to drive it again. It's uh, You can really tell that engine's only done 100,000. Yeah, okay. That thing's got 900,000 left in it. What year is it? Uh, 2015. Yeah, right. Workmate. Who, who'd you buy it off? I traded the Hilux in and I bought it uh, someplace in Welsh Pool. Right. I can't remember where and it is. And you don't know the story behind it before you got it? Uh, For it I only s- do that many Ks in a troop. Yeah. It's unreal. I looked, at the, uh, I looked at the book and stuff as I do when I buy a car. Yep. And it had been in um, Bathurst and <laughs> somewhere else in New South Wales and when I lifted up the um, you know the vinyl floor because it's got vinyl floors, yep. it did have a lot of like sort of brownish dirt, so it hadn't really been out back. But right. I suspect that it might have been perhaps in a flood at some stage. Uh, but okay. I checked the vehicle over; it's all good. Yep. It's like fresh water at least. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> yeah. salt water because it's still got a chassis. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, that's, it's just surprising to see a 2015 Troopy with only such low Ks on. I know, it. I know. You've got a fair bit to add to them, I think, mate. You're oh, already mate. trying. <laughs> mate, mate. So, you know, the the 76 without the high roof, you know, that's going to be high soon. Oh. Yeah. That's why it's not here. Oh, really? Well, not because of that, actually. It is high already because I put 33s on it. But right now we're getting rock sliders made for it, like proper rock right. sliders. Yeah. Um, my mate Luke at OTF is doing them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Luke from yeah. Friend of the Show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so did you say it's getting higher? You're not, are you, you're not, are you? Going to lift it. Yeah. Are you alluding to you chopping the roof of the 76? No, oh, no, 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 no. No, oh. as in like... <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going there. I was like... <laughs> you can though. Those look... They do Yeah, well, look I remember really you nice. talking to us about yeah, that yeah. and I was like, surely not. No, okay, no, no. sorry. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to cut that tin can open. I, yeah. I'm going to raise it 
just so we can test the right. 35s because there was a few there's a few salty people a lot of happy people uh, a lot of people you know mentioning hey uh, the towing test I'm talking about now yep whereas you know I put my V8 on the 35s up against the 76 and you know yes it had it's got bigger tires and all that stuff but for me it was this my new car versus my my first semi series, my pride and joy, and it completely pantsed it, you know? Yeah, so that, I suppose that's what we were alluding to last week in your video recently. It did, did all right for us. The, the people wanted to hear about it, and then they got to see yeah. um, how that behaved. So it went, it went well. It, it went well. Yeah. It went extremely well. And I just put 33s on it. I just came back from Bustleton. Yep. And I'd done 555Ks. That's adding the three percent because the the tires are bigger so yep. the speedo's out by so at 100 k's per hour it's out by three k's yeah it's, so it's 101 yeah yeah so cruise control was set to uh 100. Not 99 <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 100 yeah <laughs> um i did 110 zone as well for for most of the way and it did incredibly well in fuel 11.7 with a headwind and on the way back i had a crosswind yeah right. like, pretty nasty crosswind actually i was you know, yeah, it, it moved a lot because it's, it's still pretty light. So lift soon, and then we're going to test with 35s. And I'm going to put that caravan on, and I'm going to see if it can actually handle 100 well, 100 k's per hour up that same the same hill. thing. Yeah yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to just to see, just to see if it can do it. Yeah. No, it was interesting. I, I obviously the 76 was at work, so I, yeah, that's your run around at the moment. But oh, I knew yeah. it would be in the shop when I didn't see it here, and it's <laughs> exciting because, like we say, we've we've been following the journey a little bit on here, and and growing with the car and yourself and your relationship with it, which is going swimmingly. Oh, I know. I know. Uh, we're, we've gone off to so a good ex- start. It's exciting. I, I didn't it's think it was going to be that, that long a relationship. It wasn't love at first sight, but <laughs> it's, it's growing. Uh, we're going to the new cars of 2024. Now, it's been probably done to death. Uh, we've spoken about a couple of these um, vehicles on here before as well. Oh, there's some new ones though. There's some, there's there some, is some new ones. There's some fresh ones, yeah. Uh, so they... The way we're going today is it's a little bit more of your, um, not your stock standard, your popular brands, the cars that have done well for a long time and they will continue to do well. So when we're talking about today's program, we're talking about the, the Prado, the Ranger, the Hilux, the Triton, which because of our big Triton following, we're going to cover that, and the D-Max, plus yeah. a little bit on the 70 Series, which and- we've had to go at. Yeah, but and there's some there's there's a particular one that has not been in Australia for a while, in in the in the form of four wheel drive, yep. which is which is quite cool. Yes, and then there's one that's got a few extra doors. Yes, yeah. So there, there's the I'm I'm calling them the exotics. So these are yeah. the, these are your st- what is oh, Ex- exotics? Twice I whistled at you. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> the exotics. The uh, the the people. You know, it's a bit like exotics. You mean like a Land Rover, like. You, yeah, you buy like, a Land Rover if you're in, like you only buy one if you. Yeah, like, I'm talking like your your Grenadier, your your different ones out there. The Jimny, the Tank, which is not we don't know a whole lot about the no. Tank 500. Yeah, which I, I thought there's a Tank 300. Didn't know there's a Tank 500. Yeah, so, so the 300 looks like the Jeep Wrangler. It's like a yeah, I think it's like a rip yeah, off yeah. of the Jeep Wrangler. A, a rip off. Well, uh, it, it, uh, that's what I call it. Uh, and then the the 500. Is supposed to rival the Prado. Yep. So it's like the uh, affordable Prado, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Without the Toyota tax. Yep. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know enough about that one, but I reckon that will be one to talk about a bit later because it actually looks like 
that particular car is going to make a bit of a bit of a movement okay. in Australia. All right. Well, off the top of your head, actually, let's yeah. let's go back and forth and have a game. Okay. So um, none of the ones that we've got today coming up. Is this, so you, is this like with uh, wheel nuts or? Uh, no, no. This is like a. <laughs> this is um. We have to. So you have to say like a car a four-wheel drive okay. that we may cover in a future episode. So none of the ones that we're covering today. So no Prado, Ranger, Hilux, Triton, D-Max or 70 Series. Oh. So you, anything that I haven't mentioned, um, you okay. need to mention and I'll go one for one and see who loses. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So whoever runs out first. Okay. Uh, Tundra, Toyota Tundra. I'll go the tank. Uh, what, the 500 or the 300? The five, both. <laughs> <laughs> Be here all day. You got two now. Five-door Jimny. The new Volkswagen we're not covering today, so that's going to go in. Oh, there. actually, I do want to talk about the five-door Jimny, so I, I can't have that one. <laughs> what, today? No, you can have that because that's, yeah? that's not part of my run sheet. Oh, part of your run yeah, sheet? Yeah, part of my run sheet. Oh, which... the new Jet Wrangler. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's still a JL though, but it's got a facelift. Yep. We'll talk about that. That, that counts. Uh, I, what was I thinking of before? Oh, no. Losing my own game. Oh, There's oh, heaps oh, out there. Oh, Navara? Oh, Navarro. Uh, what about the Pajero? Yep. Is there a new one coming out? Is there? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Grenadier? <laughs> I just threw that one idea. They're making new ones oh, yeah. there. So, yeah, yeah. So, Grenadier, I think we need to test drive that one. Yeah. I think you need to test drive I do, it. Yeah, I've, I've, I've driven one, but yeah, I'd really like your opinion on it. Yeah. Because um, it's just such a different car, it's such a different concept. And I think I can get my hands on one. So for that, I think it needs like an in-depth sort of talk about it. Like a bit like we do with a 70, yeah, 70 yeah, series. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's, enough, there's enough to cover multiple episodes on that car Ready, or we'll try yeah. and get it in one. Yep. Yeah. With a test drive. It's your go still. Oh, yeah, I was buying time there. I've got no others. There's probably so many. Yeah. Play along with us. Tell us what you're into, what you're looking forward to coming out. But for now, we're going to cover a couple of those mainstream sort of brands, if you want to call it that. Um, and, mate, we, we, just give us a bit of info that whatever you've got on them, you mightn't have a lot. Um, I might give you a bit of a feel on how they look, and Jaden can chime in too because he's actually done quite a bit of research on these cars. So we'll start off. The new Prado 250. Yes, the new Prado 250. I'm very excited about that one. Yep, and it's always going to be compared to the, the 150 model. Yep. So we can do that, but I'd like to get your thoughts on how you think the 250 will go as a, as on its own in the, in the market. Not knowing the exact price on what it's going to be. I, I think it is listed, but I know if we could find the price, that, that's going to factor in here. But I reckon it's going to yeah, be so it, a very, very popular car. Yeah, expecting between 70 and 85K. And I'm not sure if that's sort of excluding the government charges and all that that might be drive away, but Jaden might have something to add yeah. there. But there's, there's a couple of different variants. It's quite expensive. So you have, you have your base model, you have like your GXL, you have your probably your VX and all that as well. Yep. And at some stage, the headlights and the whole front end changes the look of it. So it's the same shape, but but it changes the look of the look of the car, yep. which is which is quite bizarre, I think, to do that. Which is pretty cool, though. Yeah, they look so, awesome. And I think that's going to cause people because people buy cars because of colours, people buy cars because of looks. Yeah. So I reckon some people might spend less to get that look, and others will spend more than they want to get. The other look, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they look so different. 
Between the models, you're saying? Yeah, well, yeah, it, it's, right. it's it's still as two fifty. It's just a, it's just it, one's a GXL, one's something yeah, else. Okay, and there's quite a difference between the the front end. Yeah, yeah, right. And look, there that. will be a tech difference in them as well. Oh yeah, so I'm looking at a couple of different ones here. I didn't even notice until you said that, but yeah, some of them actually quite look quite like a seventy series front end on the new ones a little bit. Yeah, you reckon? Well, that. Uh, I reckon it's sort of like a video. On. I reckon they're Americanized. Very Americanized, yeah. Yeah. Which I get a little bit from the front of a seventy new seventy series at the moment. A little yeah. bit boxy, like that. That I think it top, brings that, about. Yeah. Um, I think that the one there. New seventy brings us kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I think the new seventy kind of brings it back to, back to the one before the VDJ. You know. Oh right. Eh? Uh, just that shape on the front with the big. You know that massive indicator light. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's they're, they're a nice looking a nice looking vehicle. Like I. I don't know what their off-road capability is going to be like, though. Are they going to be... I think it'll be like a... It should be like a Prado, okay. really. I mean, there'll, there'll be more tech in it. It's got a 48-volt battery, which is very exciting. Now, it's not going... To, all that battery does, it doesn't give you more power or anything. All it does, it runs the vehicle when the engine's turned off, something like that. So it's probably got one of these things where it turns the engine on and off. So it's not going to be idling down a hill. The battery's going to take over. So... It's going to cut in and out, which is a bit weird. Right. But obviously, they wouldn't bring out something that's not going to work, you'd think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot yeah, of research yeah, yeah. would have been done in this. But what I'm excited about, I'm not, I, I don't care about that at all. What I'm more excited about is the 48 volts. And I think we spoke about this before, you know, yeah. because uh, your roof solar panel runs on 48 volt. And when it comes to wiring a vehicle, when you're using 12 volt, your wires, your gauge of your wires is going to be so freaking big, the more amps you want to push through it. Yeah. And when it comes to 48 volts, well, the wires are going to be considerably thinner compared to the 12 volt. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah, it's interesting that part. It's not, I don't understand a lot about that, but I'm sure there's people out there that, that do and then there hopefully will be some people that, that learn from something like that and can look a little bit further into it. Yeah. Because it's a... It's a really nice looking vehicle. It's got the same power and torque as the 150, so there hasn't been That's a lot of thing. change there. So the, that battery's not going to do anything in, in torque or anything, which yep. is which is a bit weird, I've yeah. got to say. Like you, yeah. think, you think that would do something there. but would help. Like you're <clears> saying you think it would help the engine sort of... Yeah. Well, it, 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 it helps the fuel economy, but I kind of suspect that they've done this. Now, I'm just spitballing here. I reckon they've done this because of emissions right so that way that can prolong the life of the 2.8 liter diesel be to stay within emission standards because imagine if you are so close to being at a point where oh crap we can't make this engine anymore yeah we have to do something so if you add a 48 volt that can just do that and you, and you can prove it yeah okay. it does it then yep. you get it over the line it's a bit like the safety stuff you know, yeah people right put right. a seatbelt beeper in and get an extra point or something gotcha yeah i probably should touch on the the specs a little bit. So it is the 2.8 litre turbo diesel. Yes. Which is what the current Prado is with the current 70 series also taking, or the yeah. new 70 series uh, 2.8 litre. Eight-speed auto. That is that is the change though. That's the change from the 150. That's the change. Yeah. Uh, the gearbox. So that'll be really interesting. Um, eight gears. That's a lot of gears. So it's three and a half thousand towing capacity, kilo towing capacity. So that's the same as the new 70. Yep. Uh, the V8 or the 2.8. It's the same. Yep. Uh, three and a half ton. I don't think you can actually exceed that towing capacity on a car. I think that's the actual ceiling right. for a car categorized as uh, in, in that field. Like a, yep. like a, what do you call them? Like a small car? Yeah. I guess you okay. call it. Yep. Yeah. That's a small car. 
Well, or like a you know without being a it's not an American truck, light, yeah. light heavy yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. The, the interesting part though is it's the same producing the same power and torque, but it is slightly bigger length width and height than the old one fifty. So there's a it's moving a bigger car. With it's the same of, amount of power, I suppose. Yeah, I wonder what it's going to do to the sales of the three hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I want yeah. It's actually didn't really so, touch on the three hundreds a lot at all. Like they yeah. just beautiful looking car and. They are, but they're very expensive as well. Very expensive. So if you put that in, you know, I don't think many people are going to go from a 150 Prado and then go up to a 300. They're going to go for the new Prado. Yeah. That's what I reckon. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I would probably think that way too. You, you're not going to believe this. It's got a one mil high ground clearance. That's how deep Jaden's gone into having a look at these. <laughs> one mil. So she's riding higher. How which is that though? <laughs> Every I can't believe that. So. I can't believe they've actually put that in there. It's so a one, full one, mil in their specs. A full mil. One spin of the tires, you'll be down to the same. Uh, what's oh. the updated interior? Two 12.3 inch screens instead of the nine inch screen in the one fifty. Two. Two. I don't know where they're putting the second one. Maybe like a flip down one. But is that in a certain uh, model? Probably like? in it. Maybe. Yeah. But speaking of the the whole forty volt and the two point eight, I mean the Hilux is coming up the same the same setup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so let's maybe let's maybe jump to the Hilux then. And the Hilux on, has been made wider as well. While we're on Toyota, already. yeah. So that, that's so the new Toyota Hilux, the forty-eight volt hybrid, which we have touched on. Yeah. So it's the same. Is it going to be the same as the Prado two hundred and fifty? It's going to have the same engine specs and everything. Same engine specs as I believe the gearbox is also going to be an eight-speed. Yep. Okay. It'll have to be. And so it's only in the SR five and the Rogue. Oh, is it? Okay, so the uh, old, the other ones, the SR then? We'll have, oh, it's have an a option for the SR. Sorry? Right. So it must come standard in the SR5 and Rogue. Is that just the gearbox or, or, the, or the battery as well? Uh, so they're adding an electrified powertrain. Okay. The, that's what's being added. <laughs> I probably should have disclaimed that. <laughs> and, and they don't want to call it They don't want to call it hybrid. They don't? No. Or they're just going to call it Hilux? No, they're, they're calling it... They're calling it um, a 2.8 litre turbo diesel with a generator that runs a battery. <laughs> it's a bit technical for me. It's technically not a hybrid, apparently. It's not like a Prius or anything. Sounds like one. <laughs> yeah, Sounds well, exactly like one. Well, yeah, but it, the, the battery doesn't really run the car. That's the thing. Yeah, okay. It's only going like, to save the fuel a little bit. Yep. I don't I don't really get it, but the like the thing that I'm excited about is the forty eight volt power, you know. You are op- you're quite optimistic about this setup, aren't you? Well for people who wanna, you know, travel, um, four wheel drive, camping, overlanding, touring. Yep. Touring's probably the correct term in Australia. It's gonna make it so much easier. Yeah, okay. Like you'd be able to run inverters off that kind of power easier than setting up for a twelve volt power system. Yep. Um it's just yeah, I think it's going to be really cool. And like we mentioned before, it'd be good to get someone electric, you know, like Jamie. Yep. be good to get him on to – I've still got to pick his brain. I want to ask him about this. Yeah, okay. But I reckon we're going to see a big shift in, in you know, if, this, if these cars stay popular and keep going as they are, 48 volt, I reckon you just watch the accessory world, it's going to – explode with different options yeah okay right there will be people that'll have a converter to bring it from 48 down to 12 i bet you but i wouldn't do that i would go 48 volt yeah so uh, i'm gonna dumb it down a bit here and this is to help me understand it so a 48 volt 
battery system in the new Hilux standard, if I'm plugging my fridge in, like is it is is it is it that sort of style? Like is it the outlets that the car is the, yeah. for, for the accessories, or is it actually this is because it says here it's supposed say, to improve fuel efficiency by five percent? But I don't, I just don't. If it's not a Prius <laughs> and it's not a hybrid car, then I don't understand. So how it's doing that? Yeah, but it's just improving by five percent, and uh, and that's why I think it's just a number to trying to get across the board. But I also think they're kind of like maybe like just seeing where this tech goes or maybe they're not telling us about what else is coming right. later so maybe that's what they're working on and maybe later models might have something better because it's, it does seem a bit strange to bring out 48 volts if all it's going to do is save fuel 5% yep you know it just it kind of sounds a bit ridiculous but maybe they're sort of just maybe just this must be the start of something right yeah okay um, and I'm not just saying as in like it's going to progress to something because it's coming out. It's more like I think they have a plan to bring something else out. Right. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah. But to plug no your, understanding really. But. <laughs> yeah. But to answer the question to plug your fridge in, it's probably not going to work unless they have something that converts it down to 24 or yeah. 12. I, that's what I don't understand. I'm like, if they're running off that battery though. Yeah. I, I don't know how that system works. But if, if that's the case, they would have to do something because they're going to have USB charges, right? Yeah. So yeah. they would have some kind of conversion so it does come down to 12 volt. And most fridges, they can run off 24 and 12 volt. I'm not sure about 48. There's probably something they can run off 48. Well, um, that, that's this is where we get back to the rookie and the expert because like I'm way out of my league even asking questions about this because I don't understand any of that electric stuff at all. Yeah, um, it's, it, it's. I mean, it's speculating about this until – I need to see the car. Yeah. And that's the thing. When I get my hands on one of those Prados, I'm not just looking for a test drive. Yeah. I, I want to start opening panels and having a look. See know. what's in there. I want to see how it's yeah. set up. Yeah. It's interesting because Toyota have released that, or they're releasing a fully electric car, the BZ4X, and that's soon. Um, so that's it's got two models, a single motor and a dual motor all-wheel drive with um, an off-road mode. Fully electric. Yeah. So that might be like what you're saying, a little bit of the what's to come sort of <clears throat> style that Toyota are starting to enter into. Yeah, I, I think that's the full electric is going to be your your city go. It's not going to be an off, off-road nah, car. No, it won't you know? be. But it, maybe it's yeah. it's a bit of a... Yeah, like maybe like a stepping stone, right? Yeah, to see if there is yeah. that. Like it, it sounds like it's going that way. Uh, yeah. It, I don't but know. I not, still, yeah. We don't think there's much of a space for mm, it, do we? Not, not in Australia. No, Australia... Not is not a place where you can run electric cars, yeah. I don't think. Like not not yet. Around a city, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, it's just I just don't see, like imagine being out in a bush and your battery's running flat. You know. So uh, my sister lives lives out in the country, um, out near Wongan Hills, and that's like two hundred and fifty Ks from Perth. Yeah. Now one of their one of their neighbouring farmers uh, has an electric car. And the idea was the range is good, you can get to Perth. But then you got to charge the car. Didn't realize how long it took to charge the car. Yep. And then if you forget to charge the car, you've got a power outage. Now you've got to hang around. Yeah. You know, you've got to run got a Jenny. Yeah. So now apparently there's a generator in the, in the boot or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I opened up the hood of a Tesla actually the other day. It's just so bizarre to see nothing. Yeah. It's yeah. Like it's a, a bit like a Porsche. There's like a cavity. Stuff, it? It's just, it's just like, where is everything? Um, Enough room for one, for one suitcase. Yeah, I could have jumped in there. Um, all right, I, I'm out of my depth there, so I don't want to harp on that too long. 
Jaden, unless there's anything else you want to add on that 48-volt hybrid, the Toyota Hilux. We need to get the hybrid. Yeah, I think we need to get the hybrid. And we're working on getting cars to test drive as well. But it's a hybrid. Well, actually, I just found some information on that. So the reason Toyota isn't calling it a hybrid. Mm. So apparently a lot of people have been calling it a mild hybrid and Toyota does not want to call it a mild hybrid because in the Toyota world, hybrid refers to a system where the engine and the electric motor can both propel the vehicle either together or independently, which is not the case for the electric motor for the 48-volt system. Okay, so right. they're saying that the 48-volt the system is not linked up to the driveline, which means... Oh, so now I understand what the battery's for. So you know how you have the automatic on-off of your car when you yep. pull up to a, to a traffic light and the yeah, car yeah, just turns yeah. off? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't stand that system. Yeah, I turn that off all the time in my partner's car. <laughs> but I think Toyota taking this to the next level. So as your car's coasting, the car switches off and it's going to run on the battery. Right. So it, the battery's going to keep the car alive. That's what I'm... Yeah, so... That's just... I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah, speculating, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, guessing, yeah. but I, I don't see it doing anything else. Yeah, so it assists the diesel <laughs> engine like of the of the Hilux. It'll power the car's steering, pumps and fans, supports the fuel-saving stop-start operation, which I think is what you were just talking about. Right. Oh, okay. no, actually, no, the stop-starts. You know how you stopped at a traffic lights and then the cars around you were just turning off? Yeah. It'll, that's the kind of function that I think it's supporting keeps the electrics going and handles climate control. So it'll just handle all the electrical stuff that are in your car. It's just going to be handling that. It won't be powering the actual drivetrain yeah, of the car or anything. To do with the okay. It won't have anything to do with the powertrain right. or anything like okay, that. Okay, that makes will, it a bit clearer. Does then. that? Yeah. yeah. So okay, it'll so just help with all the electrics and stuff, recharging it, storing the kinetic energy, recovering, yeah. okay. like, a spe- like from braking. Good okay. All that kind of stuff. You know that F1 style? Good Kinetic energy. Yeah. You yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. Ronnie. Good boy. You like that. that Look at that. Good. He likes it. That's <laughs> a great I'll, I'll give it an F1. Ah, we're on, boys. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> it's a good <laughs> day. <laughs> so, in other words, when you run your aircon in your car, it's using more fuel. Yes. Because it's, it's got to drive the belt more. Yep. So, this is going to assist in that. There's your 5%. So, it must be on a separate yep. run thing. Great. That's good. There Thank you, you Jaden. Let's, also, um, let's see how from that goes. Toyota, just one more thing. Oh, please. Sorry. They've confirmed it's 100%, not 99.8, 99.9, suited to Australia's harsh, harsh conditions and customer demands. So they're, they're basically putting out like 100% satisfaction rate for rough terrain, Australian conditions, that right. kind of thing. Back that's, that's big. Ballsy. Is that big? But yeah, it, it's pretty big, but it's pretty ballsy backing. But there are other companies out there that back a 10-year warranty, which I think is even more ballsy. That is quite ballsy. You know? Imagine buying a car that hasn't really been proven and then imagine all these cars, they fail after five years and mm-hmm. it's got a, a 10-year warranty. Who does have the 10-year warranty? Is it I tri- think right? Mitsubishi. Yeah, I reckon Triton. I think it's Mitsubishi as well. Yeah. I'll yeah, Google it, but yeah. it's a Triton or not. Yeah, yeah, 10-year. Ten, ten but it's someone Mitsubishi else. Car. I think someone else does it too. It's interesting. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, the Triton. All right, let's go to the Ranger, my neck of the woods. The new Ranger, which is, as I was saying before we started, has grown on me immensely i love the look of it now yeah i think very american very american the new ones and i think it's it's taken out australia's top selling vehicle last year um 2023 narrowly beating the hilux which has been on top for the past seven years yeah and i think a lot of people like we spoke about before would be buying the ranger because it looks really good yeah and they've gone like a bigger engine there is you've got the v6 option now um which is 
which is huge. So 184 kilowatts of power, 600 newton meters of torque. Um, yeah, and they've got the the V6 Raptor version as well, which um, they've got the V6 petrol Raptor, yep. um, the EcoBoost twin turbo. So yeah. that's 292 kilowatts and 583 newton meters of torque. Yeah, um, so so it's finally a car manufacturer's brought out a full drive with uh, with a V6 twin system and no one else has done that so they've kind of got that themselves i mean toyota responded with the brogue yeah but it's just a hilux with more tupperware on it yeah pretty much yep yeah and then you've obviously got the the um bi-turbo two um oh, sorry two liter four cylinder yeah that was also carried over from the with the, the eight speed now uh yeah, i believe that is an eight speed Gearbox, yeah. yeah. When I test drove that one, the the gearbox was kind of overheating yeah, in I, low range, which got me a little bit sort yeah. of. Hmm. I don't think they've been overly popular, but obviously the V six coming out, um, and and they look they look mint. They just like that is a nice looking vehicle, a vehicle. You could see yourself in that. I could see myself. I, I can in that. tell. I could see myself in that. So what about your V eight? Your V eight. No, I still can see myself in the seventy series two, the V eight style, but. That is, yeah, that is a, like a, for me at the moment, it's a pick of the bunch. Not I haven't driven one of these yet, so it's purely on the look of it, which I wasn't sure about at the start. So what stage this year are we going to see a, a V8 Troopy and a, and a Ranger, a new Ranger in your <laughs> driveway? <laughs> well, well, that depends on what Lauren wants to drive. If she has to get rid of the Tiguan, she can drive, she can drive the, uh, the Ranger and I'll take the Troopy. Just switch day to day. Yeah. yeah, I have to teach Lauren the manual and I'll probably have to go and get my license. You're going to have to learn the manual as well, mate. Uh, I need to just get my license, mate. Back just, off. Just tell, it, <laughs> <laughs> just tell it's good. Yeah, he's kind um, of saved himself. Yeah. He? <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I don't have much information on these. Like I said, I haven't driven one. You have. Yeah. Um, and we've touched on your thoughts on It was on pretty impressive. Before, yeah. It was just that one thing. Yeah. Uh, it was just that one thing. Was it, it too was... much? Because Ford are mm. known as a little bit of a leader in the tech you know, tech side. Yeah. Um, and I look into the interior of the new Ranger and it is... Oh, the interior is bloody It's bloody excellent. nice. It's yeah. nice. It is really nice. It was just... My main concern was that that um, automatic gearbox was, was overheating. Like it, it, it got like one bar from the red. So right. it was in the warning zone. I was like, all right, well, that's, that's my low range beach run done. I only yeah. went up a couple of times. And I had to go to low range because it kept getting bogged in high range. It was in one of those situations, despite what people say in the comments, but they're always going to say that unless you give them all the information, you know? Yeah. But I had it in high range and high range would actually be worse because it's working harder. It's, it's going to heat it even more, right? Yep. But my concern was imagine if you were towing a camper trailer on a beach, which I've done many, many times in, in low range, and this gearbox is already overheating, that gearbox is definitely going to need an aftermarket cooler. Right. No. This is is this on the yeah, um, there's no way it's gonna be able to do the it. four cylinder, the five yeah, turbo the, one. The diesel. Yeah. yeah. Righto. Yeah. But I, don't they both have the same gearbox? Uh they yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't I haven't <clears> dived <throat> real deep into them, but yeah. Um yeah. Uh, I mean apart from that, that was the only thing. And I, I even think in the review video that I did, I, I even I, I think I even said that this will outsell the Hilux. Yeah. At some stage and Sure enough, it did. Yeah. I'd love to um, – we don't have to touch much more on that. I think it's probably sort of making its own name and 
it's way yeah, at the moment. Yeah. Like it started to take off and I'd love to see if you could please for my for my own benefit send some uh some done up new ranges because they look wicked stock. So um yeah. Jaden, so, if you get those photos, please flick them so, through to me. I will actually be taking um, that same ranger out again soon, just for a quick little squeeze. Yep. Uh, if we're in the area, I'll have to swing past. Tonight. Please do. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to have it. I'd love to just. Yeah. But it's all done play up on now. the iPad too. Oh, is it's, it? It's got all uh, like apart. The one I test drove had the Rhino panels on it because my mate from Rhino Hide. Yep. Uh, it's Mark's car, so so now he's he's. he's got the bigger tires he's got the roof rack on oh, yeah. it look it, it's mint it's mint looking and yeah, yeah. jane just threw a t- <laughs> tough one on here this kind of looks like the one that would want to cruise up and down like the beach like, not on the sand like on like trig to hillary's so oh like, for, like you know for our victorian viewers maybe down the st kilda esplanade sort of style yeah big like, rims yeah. and it's pretty shiny fancy lights yeah it's shiny stuff no bull bar no, it was just, why, why have you put this one in here? This is I googled it and this is what came this is what up. Came up. Fair enough. I <laughs> like it. It looks good. There's no pleasing you. There's, there's 20 inch rims on it. Those, but that's oh, I'm yeah. not even going to show Ronnie. Actually, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> have well, you? That's the thing. Right? Apparently, that's like that's a thing now. Is people are putting bigger rims on their full drives? Yeah. Yeah, but they don't take them off road. No, exactly. But like, what's the point? Yeah, because they want them to look cool. It's like dressing up a. Uh, a sedan, I guess. I thought you were going to say I don't like that. it. I like it. Do you guys no, remember not, when not, they not had like, there were people sen- driving around in lowered Hiluxes? Yeah. I passed one on the freeway oh, yeah. a few years ago and the I blew it out the window on it. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw one not of those to. rangers in, <laughs> in, in Bustleton. <laughs> we're pretty welcoming here. Yeah. <laughs> we still love you. Yes. So one of those rangers, I saw one in Let's Bustleton car. just the other day. He had either... Lined the whole thing with like Linex or wrapped a liner or something, or he had put a wrap on it that was textured. Yeah, like what cut? What sort of? It, the whole car was textured. The whole thing, everything. When on you the say car textured, was, like like the paintwork. Ah, oh. like there was no paintwork. Right, it, it was textured, and I don't think it was wrap. You can get wrap that's textured, but I reckon this thing. I reckon he'd gone to town, and and covered the whole car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like it wasn't, it wasn't a business it car either. It's not yeah. just... Yeah. You took like, like a Raptor coating on your car kind yeah, of thing, yeah. like that with the bumps and stuff? Yep. Yeah. I don't mind that. Like, like the tub liner. Yeah, but yeah. it never comes off. No, but you'll <laughs> never scratch your car. That's true. That's like true. You, you'd never worry about a stick. It's a big commitment though. It's a huge... Yeah, but like <laughs> if you've got like a 50-year-old car... Oh, yeah. A 50-year-old why car. Why not? This is a brand new Ranger. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not? You just got to ask yourself. Uh, Why not? Better than twenty-inch wheels. <laughs> Jeez, I Sorry, actually I'm like coming that. undone here. I like the idea of having like a little. If people want to send in their worst, like four-wheel drive photos or their worst-looking cars, the worst mods, <laughs> the worst mods. I would love to go through the messages on Instagram or emails or whatever and just look at some horrible modded four-wheel drives. You did a video, Ronnie, didn't you? Sorry. Off yeah. Track. I did, so I, off track. I, I did a couple, yeah. Worst, worst mods, yeah. There's Things some, you should never do to your four-wheel drive. There's some bad ones out there. We're just sort of, we, we're just asking for like funny-looking cars, though, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> just want to see. <laughs> just want to see funny. Have you had a bit of fun with <laughs> designing your car? <laughs> you know what I like to see. You know, Mister Bean's car. You know that. Yeah. That little. It's it's blue, isn't it? Is it blue? Was it red? It's green. Green. It's green. I thought, yeah. Oh, the three. Red the little green. three-wheeler thing. <laughs> yeah. 
So I thought it was blue. <laughs> anyway, <Could be. laughs> that car, can you imagine that on like big off-road tyres? <laughs> no. Yes, I can. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I showed you guys that um, Toyota Corolla that was lifted. Yeah. yeah, that, was yeah. Nice. that was pretty yeah. cool. I'd yeah. love to see the Mr. Bean one. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Bean <laughs> one would be cool. Send in your photos. Bean. All can, right. can you find me one on car sales? <laughs> <laughs> no, I bet you I can't. I'm good, but I'm not that good. All right, back on track, boys. Right, Come on. Let's go to the Triton because we've got a big Triton following. Okay. And we've been, um, we've been asked to uh, report more on the Triton and we've probably spoken down to the Triton a little bit. Have we? Yeah, we have. I'm going to say that we have. I feel okay. like we've sort of not but, laughed it off, but I feel like neither of us, in fairness, don't know a lot about them, never owned one or... I haven't really sort of... 10-year warranty and you can't frighten a Triton. It's got a... There's a great marketing strategy behind the Triton, which we must... I actually found some stuff on the warranties. Yep. Mitsubishi is the only one that offers 10 years. Yeah. Oh, but it's huge. Not, it's not 10 years unlimited kilometres. It's 10 years or 200,000 kilometres. Oh, 200,000 is still decent. But you're getting more than... Would You, you, you would get more than 200,000 yeah, kilometres well, in Well, I've done years. 170... In mine, I've bought it in 2017, and I've been over east twice, broom three or four times in it, and I love driving. I just get in the car and drive. Like I've, but as a daily, do you, do you drive? Like how many k's would you do on a uh, daily basis? Like to work and back, it'd be 30 k's, so not far round trip. Yeah, so 200,000 k's not going to take. I think most people would have that done in six years. You reckon? I reckon, yeah. A lot of people commute pretty far to work. Yeah, that's true. Especially, I'm pretty lucky. I'm especially in far. Australia. Yeah. I still, I feel, I still feel like 200,000 is pretty generous. Yeah. I, mean, I, I guess it's pretty... Yeah. What is it? It's 20,000 Ks a year? Is that... Yeah. 20,000 Ks a year? That's all you have Something to do. Something like that. Yeah, I, I suppose I I think, break it down like that. I think if I said quarter of a million, it sounds better for the advertising campaign. Yeah. yeah. Thank me for that one later, Triton. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's backing themselves though. Like 200,000 oh, in is. a car is, is that's quite, it quite is, a lot of people are offloading before they get to 200,000 to. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure you can actually pay at, at, at dealership, other dealerships, other brands. You you can pay for the extend extra kilometers, yeah, extend okay. the warranty. Yeah. Mm, so it yeah. depends on where you go there. But then what are you doing with the car? Like for people like us, the warranty goes out the window. Yeah. As soon as you start. Mm. Loading it up Unless they're being reasonable But then you've got to be reasonable as well Yeah Yeah Well anyway It's a, well, it's a decent When you look on car sales deal. Sorry this is the last thing And then I'll shut up When you look on car sales What's like You know you put in the max kilometres That you want to yep. see Or like the minimum or whatever What's yep. your what do, you, what do you put in? Ooh. With so, so for instance With a uh, like The like highest case you'll buy With the Land Cruiser Like a V8 Land Cruiser um, Or <laughs> I'm about to blow out. You just, you've just lost. Full drive podcast, you're my shelter. <laughs> he's got he's got another ear. Look at this. Oh, that's funny. I'm, yeah, back I'm, on not, the left. I'm not cutting that out. That can stay. No, that's good. My bit from earlier is. Yeah, that, you can still hear me. So as you're figuring that out, yeah, um, now but, it's coming from this side. <laughs> yeah. Hello, I'm over here. Do you want um, me to get the piece? Ah, oh, that's all right. That's all right. I it out. Are you I sure? Know where it went? I'll keep going on the lefty. Where um, did it go? And it doesn't matter. That Roll that way. Um, what do you? What's your yeah, max? So obviously a V8 Land Cruiser. It like doesn't I'm really matter. Two hundred thousand probably on that Land Cruiser because it doesn't worry me where they're at really. Like two hundred thousand is the max that you can scroll to. You can type in. Oh, uh, is that the max you can scroll? It's to? The max you can scroll to. You can 
manually type in your like a you know if you oh, really wanted to right, go right. up further, but yeah, the max, once you scroll two hundred yeah. to the max. So I just put it up to that for that because I backed that car for something like the modern day Ute. I would probably, I, to be honest, I don't really want to buy one that's over hundred thousand k's. Can mm. I just can I just go back to your two hundred thousand? Yep. What? Okay, you're talking about Land Cruiser. Yep. So you would you would go to two hundred thousand. Yep. What if it was a Hilux of a two point eight lit engine? Uh, Toyota, I will back in a bit more than any other okay. brand. All so right. I, yeah, so I would I would <clears> happily buy a. A uh, Hilux, like old LM one hundred and five Hilux, yeah. Because I back in even if it's done, you know, two fifty three hundred, making it like if it was the right price, like I'm not paying, yeah, I'm not yeah, paying yeah. Not, like a lot for that. But um, well, I'd back Toyota in more than, pay I would, more than <laughs> yeah, you still pay a fair bit. But I'd back Toyota in more than I would back in even probably a Ford. Okay, even though I love my Ford and haven't had big issues with it. So, so you say hundred thousand is your blanket limit for a mo- for a modern day Ute? Like, you, I'm talking sort of, you know, when I'm talking modern day, like there's the ranges, there's the PX ranges that you know, 2012 model that are similar to mine. Hmm. If I'm buying a new Ute, I don't want anything that's done more than what mine has already, sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So of that's where I sort of draw that line, which is getting a bit weird, and people yeah. mightn't be following. But I don't want a new Ute that's done more than a hundred thousand, really. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll get that. And I'll, yeah. I'll be the same. Hilux would be the exception, probably. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah, so that right. like I, that like that's why I say for a Triton. Like I feel like a lot of people would be getting rid of a Triton, not because it was a bad car, because they're updating around that two hundred thousand mark anyway. So it's like the whole time you've got mm. that potentially. It's you know it might be ten years that you have it. It might be six years, but you're at one hundred seventy eight thousand yeah. k's, and if you haven't touched it. You, you're still under that warranty and I'd probably be wanting to get rid of it anyway. I wonder if there's a stat out there. How often do people cycle through a car? Like I would guess it'll be five years. Yeah, it'd be an interesting one to find out actually. I think, I think that's when people trade in. Yeah. After five years. That's, it's probably something that think? we should have spoken about at the start of this episode because why do you need a new car? Like these are all great examples of, of yeah. modern day vehicles that are that are test, like, you know, um, tried and tested through time, but it's it's an interesting time we're in at the moment because if you buy a new car, they're hard to get, right? So, and all the car manufacturers have worked that out. So, demand is high, supply is low, they've crept the price up. Yeah, I mean that ten thousand dollars since COVID, everyone's jacked their price up, at least I reckon, and that's brought the used car market up. So you got this. You, you, you kind of got to look at a used car. Okay, that costs fifty thousand, but the car I'm looking at costs fifty thousand, um, say sixty thousand brand new. But then if you add your stamp duty on top of the fifty thousand dollar car, you're almost up to sixty thousand. Yeah. So you might as well buy the new car. But wait, you got to wait a year. Yeah. You got like eighteen months. Yeah. So it's it, interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, not, it's not just simply I'm going to buy a used car for around this price. Yeah. It's like, hang on a second, especially when you're talking Toyotas because you're like, yeah. well, I can get a brand new 70 series for this much, but this second-hand one that's got nearly 200,000 Ks on it, it's got all this fruit on it, but what, you know, it's, it's an interesting time. Yeah, exactly. another thing that I would have covered at the end, I reckon, is how much does a wait time factor into the vehicle you're buying which you've touched on there which is which is awesome but there's probably a few yeah. big ticket items when you 
you know, if you're in the market for one of these cars, which we'll, we'll keep going on the trial and we got carried away with the warranty and, and where that took us. But it is interesting when you equate everything and it's sort of where does it it's, sit for wait times and what you're paying you yeah. used. It's just a different time in and the ha- car market. And how, do you, how, how many people do you reckon will go, oh, I'm, I want the Ranger, but I can't get that, uh, but I can get a Triton? Yeah. So I'll go to Triton. Yep. I reckon that's happened a lot. I think the uh, the BT50 is one that we haven't spoken about. A lot of people that wanted the Ranger couldn't quite get their hands on one of those, went to the BT50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were the same engine basically and they, you didn't pay for the price tag of a Ford badge. Um, mm. You see some really nice BT50s floating around the place done up because there's a little bit more left over to actually spend on the accessories rather than yeah, for sure. Going all out and buying the Ranger. And then nowadays it's Isuzu and BT50, right? Uh, doing like the yeah, I think oh the crossover. Yeah, well, I thought Isuzu was more the Holden. Uh, well, they were. They were. They've changed that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They've, yeah. yeah have they? They've stopped making Colorados. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But um, let's let's, let's go, go to the Triton. Let's go back um, to the Triton. <laughs> Jeez. We're, we're, yeah, not, we're not avoiding. We're no, not no. Avoiding. I think that was a good chat though. Like it's well, actually, tried, it's no, quite no, interesting. Just <laughs> I do have more. If we on the so the average age of a vehicle in Australia oh. is ten and a half years. Oh, okay. Is that the changeover? What's wow. it? Ten yeah. and a half. Well, that's the average age of a vehicle on Australian roads is ten and a half years. So you can kind of correlate what you need from that. Yep. Okay. But the in, there's an interesting little stat that. More than 50% of drivers killed in WA roads were in vehicles 10 years or older. Right. Which okay. it kind of makes sense, right? Mm. Like the safety standards are coming up in the new year as the years go on. and Yeah. But 50% or more, well, more than 50% of drivers killed in WA were driving older cars. So it almost is worth it to get a newer car. To update when to update. times rise. Right, <clears> yeah. Well, it's funny you should bring that up because um, – my mate Harry, you know, Harry Five Fork, he bought his Prado because of the safety of his 80 series because he he had a friend, he had a couple of friends that died in an 80 series. Right. And they had the exact same car, right? So, you know, they had a baby on the way. So that, that's that's why he yeah he bought a Prado. So, yeah, of course safety, safety matters, but you've you got to weight it up. So... Are you someone who's got a family, or are you just sort of heading out bush in this particular car? So yeah, yeah, it's it's up to the individual, really. Yeah, well, ten and a half years surprises me though. It they're really surprises like a lot me. of people yeah. that I know would update more regularly yeah. than that, but I suppose that's just you know. I mean, it's the, it's the average, right? So yeah, that, some people know, update it really regularly, and some people won't, and it's yeah. like the average of all of that. But yeah, the all experts right. say that the number needs to be halved. Oh, okay. If there's going to be less deaths on the road, right? Interesting. Okay. Anyway, sorry. The Triton. The Triton. It's bigger, it's badder than the older model and they've collaborated with TJM to release 46 custom-made accessories oh. alongside the car. I heard about this. Which, that's mm. unique. It's taken the same line as Ford. The, the Ranger, they're working with ARB and they've accommodated so they can fit all different yep. ARB accessories in there, yep. which I think is cool. And Does yeah, it limit you though to... No. No, okay. No, because you put anything else in that you want. Yep. But what it does allow you to do is you get the car brand new and if you can afford to, to buy all these other things, the car gets released with it and now you get warranty on everything. Yep. So I wonder if it's limited warranty for Triton, 
Voice Beyond, does that extend to the TJM accessories? Yeah, right. That that, that, that have been aligned with the car already? Yeah, yeah. yeah. not extras yet. So say if you buy it with that. But then maybe they're not selling them with it. They're, they've just made it working with TJM. Yeah. They don't have to sell it. Because why yeah, would they work with them? Yeah. Well, it looks like they're like it's it's a nice looking vehicle. It's got quite a deep front bumper though. Um, Can you spin that which around? Is interesting. Yeah. Like, look how deep that front bumper goes. Oh wow, so that the, is very different. Because I I have not looked at that car yeah. at all. It doesn't even look like a Triton. No, that, it I, that I know as a Triton. Nah. Interesting. It's kind of again. It's probably squared up a little bit. Yeah. It's um, like it, it's like they've all gone to the same. Looks a bit. AI program looks a bit like a D Max, <laughs> to be honest. If for anyone out there wondering, but they so they've they're certified a tow um, three and a half three and a half now, which is four hundred up from the old one. Yeah, so that's come up to match the Ranger and the Hilux and the Amarok. Um, the larger diameter, this, you'll understand this. I'm just reading off a sheet here. Larger diameter dampers, which have twenty mil more front sus- front suspension due to a higher upper mount for the double wishbone suspension. Bang! You did, did you know what that meant? That was good. That was very that was good. That your stuff. You. I'm, I'm just reading out your, your messages. Very off roady. Oh, um, oh. 470 Newton meters of torque, which Jaden tells me is up from the Hilux. No. No. Okay. Jaden no. tell me that. 30 kilos. It's like 30 oh, less. 30 yeah. less. It's 30 oh, less than yeah. the, Sorry, the new product. The new yeah. one. Yeah, 30 yeah. less. Yeah. All right. So it's not far off. Well, no, it's 30 less than the current Hilux that's being released. No, right. sorry. It's 30, yeah. 30 less than the new Prado. The okay. two, three, two, two. 2.8 liters. I'm. I'm, I'm lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's the same. It's the same, it's the yeah. same thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Cause a lot of confusion there. Anyway, <laughs> it looks like a good. It looks like a, a decent buy. I so, think they've made some nice changes to probably. I don't. I don't want to say catch up because I don't know how if they were. Is it the same behind. motor? As uh, before? Is it a 2.4? Yes, twin turbo instead of single turbo. So. Uh, that's right. what brings the power levels. 150 kilowatts, which is the same <laughs> as the Hilux. Maybe that's what. Yeah, the power's the yeah. same, but the. Um, no. Talks down a bit. Yeah, yeah. The talks down. Okay, that's the ballsiest thing I've ever heard. Is it? Yeah. So I just because read that as <laughs> it's a single turbo motor, two point four that was designed with. They got ten year warranty, two hundred thousand k warranty. Oh, Ozzy knew they're talking the previous model. Yeah, yeah. yeah and now right. they've put a second turbo on it. They've obviously done some mods to the motor. Yeah. Since the other one, but I, I think that's pretty ballsy. Right. So they're pushing the engine more to get up to. Close to the, close to the Hilux and the Ranger and that. Right, but it's a two point four, and they're putting an extra turbo on it, and and yeah, it, that's 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 a ballsy move. In I a good way, or do you think it's risky? Well, it's good for the customer. Yeah, okay. Um, maybe not if you're in the middle of nowhere and it does go kabang, but uh, I mean, it's a ballsy move. So I think they obviously put trust into what they've done. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I mean, I think it looks as a person who's sort of driving a modern ute and it's it, say, it would be in yeah. the question a lot more now looking at just how it looks from like just taking it on face value and then a couple of the changes that they've made i think it brings it back up to yeah it brings it into the into the equation i would have thought yeah it definitely brings it into the equation Especially with I the mean, price point yeah yeah well, yeah that's that's one thing yeah is is the price point and the second thing the 10 year warranty and again and, yeah and the third thing working with a full drive you know accessory branch brand yeah uh, a well known one yeah like and that's worldwide known as well so yep. I, I think as an off road sort of side of things they're not shying from off road and whatever yep. done on the front end the uh, stuff you're reading out like 
I don't quite comprehend it 100%, but it just sounds to me like they, you know, they've, they've got lots of, some tougher stuff on the front there yep. to handle suspension. But most people who are going to have this car, they're going to modify it and they're probably going to change it out. Yeah. But the suspension that could be TJM suspension that they're working with, because what was it, 45 items you were saying? What's from yeah, it was 46, yeah. 46? Yep. 45, yeah. 46, I think it was. Interesting. Yep. Um, Custom yeah. made, yep. But uh, yeah, adding the turbo to the car to bring it up, that's a ballsy move. Yep. I like it. I don't hopefully, mind that from Mitsubishi. Yeah, well. Hopefully this holds up. They're still offering the 10-year warranty. TJM offers a like a three-year or 100,000-kilometer warranty. On accessories? Yeah. For whenever you purchase a new product from TJM, um, it's basically warranty for three years or 100,000 Ks, whichever comes first. Yeah, right. So I don't know whether – I doubt TJM is going to be like, here, that, has, here's, here's a 10-year warranty because Mitsubishi offers it. That's separate to obviously – yeah, that's a separate. Yeah, that's it's their so TGM own. on its own offers yeah. a three-year warranty or a hundred thousand k warranty. Oh, so on its own, but not through the dealership. No, not nah. through the dealership. So I wonder I, what it's like through the dealership. I doubt it's going to be. I don't think they're going to. It'll probably be the same. It'd have to be the. It'd have to be connected to the Triton, wouldn't it? It'd have to be Mitsubishi's thing. I would have thought. Yeah, yeah, you'd think so. It yeah, just, uh, uh, the fine print in the bottom. Yeah. We'll, we'll tell you. Read it. When it's going to be add the accessories. This is a special accessory yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be interesting. No, I like it. If TJM's offering a 10-year warranty on their products, but only through a Mitsubishi dealer and only with the new Triton. It's well, probably it less just, risk, right? It so. would just be what be, what comes standard on that Triton. But that'd be more risk for Mitsubishi if they're replacing the parts through TJM. They're going to be spending a lot oh, of money. Oh, gotcha, yeah. Yeah, you know, interesting thing that most people yeah. don't actually know. There's a, there's a, there's a law. There's, there's an actual... There's, there's a law about if you provide an item like say if you made like a let's just say full drive accessory item and you give it one year warranty well tough shit because you actually have to offer three year warranty oh it has to be three years. it has to be three year warranty right. like you can actually um you can actually contest it because i only found this out for a camera store because i'm not going to mention names here but mr x bought something and it failed and then he called the camera store. This is like two years later. And the guy goes, do you feel that um, the product uh, failed after a reasonable time? And he said, no, I think it should have lasted longer. This is a Sony product. Yep. And then he said, well, okay, well then we will replace it under warranty. And he's like, oh, I thought it was only one year. And then he had the law explained to him by the shop itself. Oh, right. So, Credit to the shop. Yeah, that is good I by them. Can't remember which shop it is, so that's the thing. But yep. uh, and then I looked into it more, and yeah, it's it's, it's a it. thing. Oh, it's okay. a thing. So if uh, your laptop, you know, whatever, only has a year, well, guess what? You got three Actually, years because you're in Australia. Wow. Mm. There you go. A few people might might be music to a couple of people's ears. Yeah, it might be picking up the phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's finish on the D Max. <clears throat> so very popular car in Australia at the moment. Um, plenty on the road, plenty done up. Uh, again, pretty robust and never really seems to fail too many people. Um, it's a facelift. It looks a little bit different as they all sort of are. They all looking quite similar. A boxy. It's a little bit, a bit boxier. It's probably kept a round. I'll give you a look. It's probably kept a rounder front end like than some of the others. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but still, I think it's going down that boxy line. It looks the same as the previous though. You reckon? Is that a re-release? 
Uh, that's well, actually, I'll I'll get up what I've got on Google. Now that I reckon it's changed up a bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It looks very similar. They the haven't changed much. They haven't changed a lot. It's but like it's a front end wheels, tails. Okay. Interiors changed, but like interior, the interior changes nice. all the time with these cars. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's got a twenty four inch. You got to keep there. up. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit like the the Jeep Wrangler. It's the same thing. You know, it's it's still a JL, but they've just updated the front. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, but here's some things to the the D Max. So. Um, Allegedly, no new power upgrades. Um, six to twelve month wait time. Price has gone up uh, a couple thou. Uh, when you say the, power upgrades, in like what it can produce? Yeah, or well, there's no. Yeah, I think it's producing. Like there's no. There's been no sort of. Oh, I haven't specified what it is yet. Well, there's yeah. It's no the same new power upgrades. Same, same engine. engine. Same. Yeah. Okay. You're getting the same thing out of the yeah. chuck another turbo on it. Yeah, you could just <laughs> chuck another turbo on like Mitsubishi. Uh, but apparently the changes are coming in the 2025 model. Ah, okay. With an electric D-Max on the cards. Well, a full electric? That's what it's saying. No way. So the full electric is a future plan, 26, 7, 8. Oh, is like that, that further on past 25? further on. Yep. So the 25 model is going to be a 2.2 litre turbo diesel. Which they've got the, is it the choice of the 1.9 or the 3 litre at the moment in a D-Max? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is apparently the same as the old D-Max is 1.9 or 3 litre. The new one is a 2.2 litre turbo diesel. So interesting. All the manufacturers are going down to like a, a 2.2, 2.4, 2.5, that kind of thing. It actually makes the 2.8 seem pretty big now for a four-cylinder four anyway. Um, it's, it's well, <laughs> after your towing test, it seems to be outperforming V8s. Yeah, with the right gearing, yeah. And um, the tune V8. What, what was your tune on your V8? It's it's a tune it's tune for towing. It's not a stupid tune because it's got to be reliable. So it's boosting up to twenty twenty two. It's got um, you know like cooling upgrades. It's got like the whole intercool upgrade. So it, it cools down really fast. It's really good at cooling. It's a good running car. It just couldn't do that with thirty fives and you know there's not that much more weight added to it. There's no big canopy on it. Do you have a you have a six June chip? Yeah, I've got a five-tune five five map. And we didn't put this in the video, but I said to Harry, go to, go to tune number five and see what you think. And he goes, what the fuck's wrong with this thing? I said, mate, that's the stock tune. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. I can go back to stock tune anytime I want. And it's that, it's like... Oh, mate. It's... Gutless. Yeah, especially with 35s. Yeah. Complete gutless, man. It's, and it runs hotter too. That's interesting. Yeah, but yeah, like the the tune I use is number one, and that's my my towing tune, and it's a good tune. It, it get like not towing, it gets off the mark quick. It it would it would give that auto a run for its money, you know, put them up against each other on a drag strip. Yeah, right. Yeah, interesting. Sorry, boys, I've derailed it completely. We've gone too long, but well, not too long, but we've oh, gone we've gone quite, you're stopping no, us. <laughs> no, we've gone quite a long time. I know no, we're well, talking about this episode being a yeah. bit shorter, but let's finish up on on the D Max. There's like we we've covered only a handful. Um, yeah, the Navara we didn't mention, the Amarok we didn't go to. There's a new Kia Tasman, so Kia are bringing out a Ute. Um, you know what? Which could be interesting. We need to talk about cars like that. Yeah, like completely separate. Yeah, and and like separate from these. I mean, we can mention these other cars. But we should we should talk about what's that going to rival because that tank five hundred is going to rival the yeah. the Prado. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so there's um, a couple out. Like the, I don't know if we want to call the, the Kia and 
those sort of cars are exotics. But I think there's a there's yeah, still, we need to look into yeah. They're not so mainstream kind of buyers as well because. Like, but Kia's got a big stand in, in Oh, absolutely. Kia's huge at the moment. Yeah. yeah. And the Ute, it looks looks like a Ford Ranger. looks good. <laughs> so it might bring a whole different demographic to full driving. Look at that. So it's pretty nice. And that's the Kia. That's the Kia. You know what it looks like? You know those Rivian cars? Oh, yeah. The electric Rivians? That's yeah. what it looks like. It does actually look. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's going on there, Kia? My old, my old man used to be a bit of a Kia fan. He, he actually he just sold his Kia. He sold his Jeep, and he bought a Cherry. <laughs> he bought a what? A Cherry. No, <laughs> it's a, a Chinese brand car. Oh, that! Yeah. I thought like Cherry was maybe short for Cherokee. I know what you're talking about. Oh yeah. no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. that did yeah, cross I, my mind as well at the start. Yeah. It's like they were nicknames Gross. in the Jeep family. But yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Right. I didn't know what it was. The I Ute. It, no, no. It's just a little sedan. Just a sedan. It's, not, it's not a full driver in here. It's just a sedan. And they have a ute, don't they? Uh, no. No, well, they don't. No, no, no. So he rolled up in this thing, and I thought it was a Kia because it looks like a Kia. And it actually, yeah. But yeah. Mm. There's a lot of different cars coming out, you know, and they're yeah. starting to make it into the full drive world. Oh, I yeah, actually did a trip with, a, with someone who drove a Sanyong Rexton. Yep. Like through Karajini, Pilbara, them, yeah. all that. Red dirt and stuff, not really like hectic stuff, but it made it onto the beach at Ningaloo and through some. Did it right? Yeah, it did all right. Like, I mate, I, I popped a tire, but no one else did. <laughs> that's that's down to you your, your driving style. Four wheel drive podcast <laughs> driven by Shelter. All right, we got the cars out of the way. Well, hang on, before the cars are out of the way, which one do you pick out of all the ones we spoke about? Ranger. Okay. Yep. He's gone straight for the Ranger. Yeah. Okay. Out of those ones we covered today, Ranger for me. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Hopefully people found this helpful. Why? Mm. Um, is it just because you're driving a Ranger? Do you like the new look of the Rangers? What about the Triton? Probably part of it is because I drive a Ranger and I back it. I back forward in a little bit. Um, I love the look of it. Over, I think it looks the best out of the little um, list that we had today. But yeah, I like the V6 option. Um, that is a bloody good option. I love... I That's what I'll be driving if I wasn't. Yeah. yeah, I love the sort of the wider profile that it sort of carries now. They do um, look nice. Is it the the Raptors the the Raptors the, the petrol the big V6, petty engine? Right? Yeah, I don't know if I'd need to go that, but yeah, I love. They've got so what Ranger have done is they've on the back tub they've put in. Um, so for some reason they've made it like exactly a crate, like you know the big crates, um, like a cargo crate that you would yeah you know the forklift yeah. to go in and grab. So they made yeah. it exactly the that pallet. size, a pallet. Yeah, mm. so it sort of fits. Um, that's yeah. the size of the tub and what they've also done is put a little section for you like a, so you can step for up with your foot, foot yes. into the tub and I just think things like that are just yeah. I don't know that, that's it's, like oh they've thought about this they've, they've really hit the mark on the tradie market yeah because, yes because a dual cab ute yeah tradies yeah every so day of the week that's why I'm probably going that but they, they all like the D-Max especially I like um, the Hilux I'm always going to like but everyone seems to like them mm. and then the Triton is something I've never thought about before but seeing what they've done I'm probably not going to go out and buy one if I was updating but it's it's got to be looked at I reckon it's an option on the table yeah uh, and like, like the price point yeah comparing to all the other vehicles yeah you know and, and, and like we haven't spoken about the Navaras and Amarok and all that sort of stuff too all, all yeah good cars so there's 
We've left some out on the table too. What are you going from our list today? Uh, look, I, I'd definitely, like, if I wasn't such a Land Cruiser fanboy, <laughs> I would probably go a V6 Ranger. Yep. Um, and then put a jet ski on the back of it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, maybe a, a Triton and then put this 10-year warranty to its full See how you go to, with it. To, yeah, yeah. Like treat treat it like a Hilux from the old Abbots. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. True. Well, I'd, yeah. I mean, it's, what would you go, Jaden? You did all the research on them. What sort of? I yeah. don't know. No. I don't. I don't know if I want a Ute again. Like right. I had a had a Hilux. I don't know. So if what I, you're telling me is you're going the 150 uh, 250 Prado off our list today? I was looking at that, but I don't. I don't like the look of it. I really got to choose one, mate, from the list. I think it looks, yeah. I think it looks awesome. You really I do like it. I yeah, love yeah. the look of it. Oh, so I just think like yeah, oh, seventy series look style. Why not get a seventy six two point eight liter? Wow, did he, did he just say that? Yeah, he just said that. I feel like we've covered that. Wow, I'm going to delete that. <laughs> he was out there the other day, <laughs> and I asked him off, you know, air, which like is if someone had the the V8 and the 2.8 right in front of you. Which one would you take? You go, oh, I have to go to V8. Now he's uh, he's a changed man. Mm. He's a changed man. Now all of a sudden the 2.8 litre 70 doesn't want you, mate. <laughs> what if... I do like the Ford Ranger. Yeah, good. Yeah. To be honest. Good call. What if... To like, yeah. The Prado, the new Prado. What if the new Prado, that shape, looks a little bit more fancy and it had a twin turbo... 3.5 litre petrol V6. What would you say? The new Prado. Nah. I no. like it. Good good change. Okay, but well, Lexus, not... Lexus GX. Ah, yeah. well, we're we paying for a Lexus though. Yeah, well, are we factoring money? We're factoring money, it's none of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, before this fire goes out... Let's, yeah, let's uh, get to it. I've shut the laptop and handed them back to Jaden this week for, yeah. for around the... The type it. Yeah, I did Here have a stern go. word with you after that, taking it away. Yeah. Name. Anyway, I said I wasn't going to answer these questions because I had no idea and spoke the whole time. So, <laughs> answer my own <laughs> questions. <laughs> I had no idea about it. Um, first question from 89 Done. Where do you stand on Holden Colorado's? Doug, go first. Yeah, I've actually had... Um, I, I've had like a little Holden deal before through my, my day job and drove... Um, some Colorados over that time and they were, they were a good ute they did exactly what I needed them to I wasn't taking them off road or anything because they were a dealer's car so I didn't test them in that way but on record he didn't yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Grant knows I didn't um, Grant no, he did they he were, showed me videos they were much more if I compare them to a Ranger they were much more truck like um, less power heavier steering and then I test drove a Ranger when I was sort of wanting my own car to do, you know, kit it out and go forward driving and all that sort of stuff. I knew what the Colorado was like, so that was sort of what I was comparing it to. Got in the Ranger and it drove like a it drove like a little sedan, one mil off the ground. Um, <laughs> handled so much better, more power. This was in 2017. So um, which is the dark and the light side because you've literally gone Holden Ford here. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, we were Holden's growing up. Grew up in Holden's too. Not because, you know, Dad's not a... Yeah. He's not at Bathurst every year with his Holden cap on, but we were always Holden's and loved them. Um, 
And I did. Like the Colorado's a great, a great vehicle. And now, so they've discontinued Colorado's. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, since 2018. Yeah. 2018. Yes, oh, yes. Wow. If I'm correct on that, I'm pretty sure it's yeah, since okay. 2018. No, they, they were good. They were a great car. They what everything you need in a, in a dual cab Ute for me. I was driving the dual cab Utes and yeah, it just comparing it to the Ranger. 2020. Sorry. A 2020 was it? Yeah, comparing it to the Ranger, I just I couldn't. But um, they're the same as the Isuzu though. Back then, they were back well, then. Well, hang on, the one I'm thinking of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I sort of heard all that, but I I just test drove the Ranger. I was just like, nah, this is it. Like yeah. if, um, and the Ranger had a, the bigger engine than the Hilux at the time, I mean, the new Hilux at the time as well. So yeah, that's why I went that. But the Colorado was a good. I I enjoyed it, and I've. I'm still seeing some good examples on the road, some really nice done-up Colorados, and the Rodeos are still going around too. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they've, they've you know stood the test of time a bit themselves. Yeah, it's the Rodeos that that I'm more familiar with. Yeah, um, the Colorados. I've never driven one. Uh, I think I've only ever featured one on the modified program. So I don't know a lot about them, but um, essentially like a D Max almost. But yeah, I've, I've never actually driven I think a D Max either. Quite reliable. From what I've yeah. heard, and like I said, I didn't test them out, but especially if the Oz is behind the engine, yeah, it was nice enough to drive. So yeah, they don't have much more on them though. What do you guys think about the big American pickup trucks? We were at um, Optus Stadium the other day, parking underground for when we were working on bat, bat chat with yep. the Perth Scorchers, and parked under there. And you know how you would know how tight the parking is under there. Yeah. This big Chevy Silverado half sticking out like you have to drive yeah. out and around it yeah. doesn't even fit in the bay what's the point like um, unless you're towing I get that they're good towing cars mm. if there's purpose to having one like you know say if you're carting big stuff around like towing um, gooseneck stuff I there's point in having them but I do think a lot of them are just you know too big yeah. yeah, I love I love them because I love the look of them, and you I love get, the you get a big too. V eight, and it's kind of yeah. I feel like not practical. The big three fifty, yeah, they're like they're, they're just I reckon they're cool. Yeah, if I was living in the country, it'd be I reckon like you'd be half a chance. And have a have like for the, a bit of fun for a have few years. Twin twin wheels and the you yeah. know yeah, <laughs> yeah no, pickup truck, yeah. tow truck. Where um, we where we live in Perth in the city, yeah, is that is that a reasonable car to be driving around? No. What you about need, you need a Mister Bean car? What about a, yeah? What about uh, the size? None of, of our cars are reasonable driving around, are they? Seventy six nah. is. What, well, what about the size yeah. of a Tundra or a one fifty F one fifty? Bigger, uh, but not. Yeah, they're not too big. I don't think. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, there's this place <laughs> for them, but still not really in like uh, some tight car bays is going to be a pain, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, well, already though, we make that decision around here. Like, there's plenty of overheads. One thing we spoke about it last yeah. week. They, we're, yeah. not, we're not getting under. No. So I have to park outside, or, or I take. You know, luckily, fortunately, we have another car that we can fit under in. But yeah, not if it. you get a Troopy or a Ranger. Yeah, I know. Combine the both, you never <laughs> fit anywhere, mate. Neuron scooters around town now. Yeah, that's true. We did. We've got them around here. Yeah. Jade and I race back here on the after the Chrissy party. <laughs> Who won? Hard to say. Yeah, well, I left earlier, so I won. Yeah. <laughs> you kept, you, you kept need four wheels in them on. We did go to different places. Yeah. And um, didn't no, race. I don't know. I like them, but they're not that practical. They're not that practical. Nah. And if you're purpose for them. I could see a big car like that would be practical for overlanding, touring, if you didn't go on the crazy 
tracks where you need clearance because they're so bloody long. The overhang and the, and the back overhang is it's not practical for off-road tracks that are that are made by Land Cruisers and Land Rovers and and all the other utes we spoke about. But if you're going to the same places where most caravans will be towed to, why not put a big home on wheels in the back of it? Mm. It will be easier to get around than a caravan. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, another question, well, not a question, but a statement from Musa Brett. Um, he says, and this is in regards to, we were talking a few weeks ago about V8 Toyotas and whether they have a future. Um, Toyota sales to mining is only around 2% worldwide, so they're told at Toyota Technical Training. So oh. the, yeah, only makes up 2% of the vehicles. Wow, yeah. Which is a tiny number for the Toyotas that's, that you see. That's not much. It's interesting. Yeah. I wonder what the, wonder what sort of like terms and agreements or contract they're running off. Mm. Like even though it's a small amount, I wonder if it's a long, like it's, you know, yeah, I think the interesting that thing sense. is that it's worldwide and not Australia. Yeah, okay. So in Australia, Australia must take up, I would assume, almost okay, yeah. 2% of the worldwide. 2%, 2% but of the 70 series, I, I, I'm I, pretty sure the 70 series that take up in Australia is 20% worldwide for the 70 series. So I questioned the 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 two percent thing. Yeah. Well. Just, yeah. Apparently, this yeah. is what they're told at Toyota Technical Training, and he's put it in brackets. So yeah, yeah. It's I mean, not. But I don't know if it's interpreted the same way. Um, if it is a seventy series, that's only two percent of worldwide. Then then I stand wrong. But I I'm just so sure it's it's twenty percent um, because if it's only two percent, then the mining just wouldn't have any influence on. On why Toyota make a decision to, to keep the mm. V8. You know, it wouldn't be good for the V8 if it was only 2%. Yeah. yeah that feels like it's yeah. But maybe already there. I mean, maybe that's what it is now. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Because they're buying ranges and other things now too. Are they? Some, some mines, are yeah, they? Yeah, yeah all, all kinds of different cars. Yeah, right. We'll have to do a bit of research into that. Yeah, so I just we just need to figure out what that 2% actually means. Yeah. And then, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that'd be an interesting one. I just thought that would be that was something interesting. Two percent was such a small, small number. It it is. I'd, I'd, I'd really like for him to to um, just just elaborate on on, on that. Just just give us a um, bit bit more detail on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, on that as well, he also says that they never use low four first gear underground. Always take off in second. Some sites have fourth and fifth gear locked out and full time low engaged. And apparently all the mechanics hate V8s. Okay. All the underground mechanics hate V8 cars. Yeah, right. There you go. So just a little bit of information there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I wonder on, what the mechanics would... On some it, feelings. I'll have to quit. Yeah. the Hilux down there or... Well, the Hilux mining cars isn't there too. Yeah, but I think... Yeah, just from what I was told... I what the issue is. From engineer that they, they keep the V8 just for underground. All right. Because it's manual, you, you, they can't use brakes under underground. Maybe this is just a specific part of the mining underground. I'm not sure, but yeah, I mean, what I think from just looking at all these comments on YouTube is just that everyone's working on a different mine type with different yeah, rules and yeah. regulations, and not everything yeah, applies okay. to everything. And everyone's getting yeah. up in arms about different things. But um, it's interesting, it's interesting to know about all the different things that are going on 
in different yeah. mind sites. Like everyone's got a different experience with Toyotas, different cars and that yep. kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. I'd but be I, very interested to learn more about that. I'd also like to know what other cars they're using on the mine sites. That'd be cool to know. That'd so, be very cool. Send so, in your cars. Yeah. Yeah, send us in what what they all are and um yeah. So I hate working on V8s, especially if they're trying to get the starter motor and things like that out. Or <laughs> well, the alternator's always going to go on them. Um yeah, and some sites they they use different alternators and all kinds of stuff, so yeah. Well, um, that's all the questions I've it's got, boys. There's some more, but mm. um, we'll save them for next episode. I think this is already. Yeah, let's get more information um, from, from these guys that are that are um, coming with the mindset. Yeah, information. Yeah. We can like keep it. you not anonymous. Well, I think yeah. If you if you work on a mindset and you want to send in some yeah, send in some cool shit like some yeah, some stuff. You can always just put uh, anonymous, so we don't you know that yeah. way you won't get in trouble, lose your job. Yeah. Where do they send it, Dugger? They send us to the Full Drive podcast on Instagram. I, was, I had a question for you. Um, All right, go on. We'll quickly say this out, and I don't know if this is allowed to be asked or not. Yeah. Is that, or, is that up and coming? Yes, up okay. and coming, but not set up yet. Oh, okay, no worries. worries. That'll come. But for audio listeners, you understand. <laughs> yeah. Phone you'll line. To, you'll be, Phone we'll be able to talk to us. Yeah, so. we've been talk, I've been talking about it for a while. We're, we're doing new things here. So this might be the last episode we do in the... In the garage. Oh, Ooh. just um, feels like which this is where a four drive podcast should be done. But anyway, yeah, that's all well, good. That's, Think of um, things. We're kind of. Oh, very. How'd you get that off so quick? Did you prefer this? Works at Triple M on the morning. <laughs> Always tough to sing along with James Blunt. Uh, high pitch all right Get let's all go because we've been on for ages <laughs> and if you're still with us thanks for hanging in there so as you heard the four drive podcast on instagram please get in uh get onto us get into us <laughs> you can get into us as well if you want if we're shit um and i'm out of shelter out of shelter episodes over on back chat to youtube uh the southern river seeing us out four drive podcast trip by shelter thanks ronnie thanks jade thanks listeners thank you thank you thank you